I need you to pause. I have to go to the bathroom really quick. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. I'm Tiffany. And today is probably our last check-in before we discuss The Answers by Catherine Lacey. Yes. I have not started it. I have not either. Um, I have the audiobook. I think oh. I've mentioned. And it's not too long. Yeah. So. Okay. No, it doesn't seem like... I think it's less than 300 pages. Yeah. Another short book by uh, Emma Roberts. So I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I will take it. I got it from the library, like, over a week ago. And so it was due back, like, this coming Friday. But I just got the... Ago, <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Fine. um i i just got the email that was like it'll be renewed if there's nobody needing it and so i checked it and now i have it till like the 19th so i'm like okay we're good nice i was like we're good i can read it this week like again i don't think it should take me longer than this week to read it it seems fairly short so hopefully i can focus on that that's good because there's like nothing worse than as we talked about especially when you have the physical copy because you feel like such a thief for keeping it oh yeah they're gonna like come to your door and be like excuse me (laughs) ma'am um please return your book that's what i think though i swear that's happened with um the housemate secret because i had to put the physical copy on hold and because they don't have an e-copy which i think is so weird for a popular book it yeah and when i first put it on hold i think i was like 40 or something and then I dropped to 39 and I was like all right we're moving I'm back to 40 (laughs) did somebody steal the book like what happened like how'd I jump a spot it wouldn't surprise me if the copy was like damaged and they have to get a new one Mm -hmm. so I'm thinking like they lost a copy because they have five copies so I feel like something happened to one of the copies yeah so I checked in. I was like, oh, I was like, maybe I'll be like 38 or something. It said 40. I was like, 40. what happened? Oh, I was great. like, this is going to be next year. And I'm going to have to start it from the beginning because I'm not going to remember. Or I can just suck it up and pay for four ninety nine for it on Kindle. But whatever. Who's time for that? <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm weird. I didn't buy the first one. And so I think it would be weird to have the second copy, but not own the first. Yeah, and I, just, I put on my. I just feel like that's like, weird. Birthday Christmas list for this year to get the entire set of the Dark Tower series. Oh yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Speaking of birthdays and series, I yes, happy belated birthday. Oh, thank you, thank you. But I got the box, beautiful box set of Harry Potter because oh. I have never owned them i feel like i've always borrowed from friends like i think i owned like a few of the paperbacks but i've never owned the complete set and so it's always been on my list to own like this beautiful box set of hardcover books and i just i was so happy it was like i was a child all over again and i i knew i was getting it because my grandmother kept saying i still want to get you the harry potter book set and so there was a big box when i got to her house on friday and i was like i know what this is i wonder what's in that i wonder what this could be 
So yeah, I was, was super excited. Not this past Christmas, Christmas 2022, I had asked for um, like like change plates, fractional plates oh. for working out. And it was like a total of 10 pounds. And they were like, <laughs> my mom's like, here you go. And they're like, clink, clink, clink. And I was like, oh, like, <laughs> like <laughs> Oliver's trying to carry it to me. He's like, oh. And I was like, oh, I wonder what that is. I wonder what this could be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm so excited. Um, I'm like, I've never done a reread of the Harry Potter books. Yeah, me either. And I know that like at some point HBO is coming out with like the TV series it's not this year, so I have plenty of time. It'll probably be out well before George R. R. Martin finishes any of his books, so we'll, we're good. But I was like, that might be a perfect time to do a little fun reread at some point. Jay, I think I've said before, Jay wants to read it mm-hmm. to um, Oliver and now Nolan and stuff. And so I was like, I'll just I'll listen into those nights. Yeah, those are fun. So. I know I, I was talking to like my niece and nephew or whatever and my nephew he's 11 and i'm like this is like the perfect time to like start Jeez, reading him i feel like it was he was just born <laughs> i'm telling you girl it's ridiculous and then we have like seven-year-old charlotte over here that's having a full-blown conversation she she when she called me on friday she's like guess what i got and i was like what did you get she's like a stanley and i was like no oh. <laughs> i was like christina what have you done and she's like and i'm going to a sleepover tonight and i was like those Um, girls are going to be so jealous of your stanley she's like they already have them and i was like of course they do did you so i read an article about how the that particular style of stanley got popular because you know stanley's been a staple for like camping and hiking and i love like the videos of the women getting the camping like thermoses for christmas from their husbands because they asked for a stanley cup and they're like i love the one that got the mug in the shape of (laughs) lord stanley the stanley cup (laughs) she was like what the guy was like i literally thought this is what you want i thought you wanted a stanley cup i don't understand the question i was like to be fair that mug is really cool no, yeah. The Stanley has been around, like you said, forever. So, yeah, how did it get popular? So, apparently, there was some, like, inf- like micro-influencer blogger, and she was like, I love these Stanleys. Like, everything that people like about it. It's got the handle, mm-hmm. it's large, but the bottom's tapered, so it fits into your cup holders. Yes. All this stuff. She was like, I love it. Um, and then Stanley had announced that they were going to be retiring that shape. They were going to discontinue it um, because not a lot of people were buying it. Like yeah. they were all focusing on the thermoses, like what we just talked about. And so she contacted Stanley and was like, oh my God, no, please don't, whatever. Like, can I just buy some? And they were like, well, why don't you just buy wholesale and then you can sell them yourself? And she was out in like seconds. Holy shit. And so then she went back and she started and doing all of this. And Stanley finally was like, come and work for us. And so it was just uh, one woman's like uh, influencer campaign. Dang. Like what a, I'm so jealous. No, I'm pretty sure this is real. And I didn't dream this up because I'm, I can find the article on Buzzfeed where I read <laughs> Somebody's going to like comment and be like, um, this was just a dream that you had. This is They're not like, real. Stanley. Well, and now, with this. and now, all like water bottle places are coming out with the same style. Like I have the simple modern. Um, and the only reason I did the simple modern is cause I did a side by side comparison and like read reviews and 
pe- more people favored the Simple Modern, but it still has that same 40-ounce look with the handle. I think Arctic now has the 40-ounce handle, like... But I just think it's so funny, because do you remember when it was, like, Yetis? Like, the Yeti tumbler that everybody mm-hmm. had to have? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I had one. I, I, I'm, I'm one of these basic people. I'm not... I'm not going to deny it. Um, I do not own a Stanley. I own the Simple Modern, but I still own that style. But I just remember the Yetis, like how popular, or like those Nalgene bottles. Yeah, um, we had those in high school. And see, they I, were never, gr- I never had those. We had them in high school, and because it was great, because like the way the cap twisted, you could like hook it to your bag, Ugh. especially for like <laughs> swim bags. And my coach, for whatever reason, she would... She had perfected the art of being able to bounce it off the pool decks. It would be like dribbling her now <laughs> down the pool deck. Uh, yeah, so. But you know what? Good on Stanley for like making this something. I don't know if it's getting people to drink more water. I don't know if it's doing that or if they're just sitting in cabinets. I saw a funny video where it was like water bottles. Like the Stanley gets pushed to the back of the cabinet and like. The Yetis in the Arctic are like, welcome, this is where you belong <laughs> until the next best water bottle comes. But I just thought it was funny that my seven-year-old, I was like, please tell me you did not fight for it in a Target. She was like, no, I ordered it online. I was like, okay, thank you. <laughs> I was oh, so like, here it is. So it was a little bit different from what I said. They gifted one to Emily Maynard Johnson, who's been on The Bachelor and Bachelor. Oh, yes, Emily Maynard, yes. Yeah, so she posted it on Instagram and then a Stanley executive um, offered the buy guide, which I think is like an Instagram account to buy for wholesale and sell it. And then they sold out in five days. So they restocked and then it just kind of like kept going from there mm-hmm. cause they were getting ready to drop it. That's crazy that it was Emily Maynard. I watched her season. she blonde yep southern okay. yeah she's blonde and southern and she um she had a daughter when she was the bachelorette mm-hmm. yeah super cute i think she has like four or five kids now but yeah i remember her as the bachelor i liked her that's crazy crazy but yeah what's this now yeah yeah um okay so you finished all the light we cannot see. I did. Yeah. I gave it three stars. <laughs> well, because you kind of think... mentioned last week that depending on, like, how it would end. Yeah. So it's going to kind of determine that. Like, it's like it's good. I would recommend it to people. Like, I think you would enjoy it. Yeah. Both Tell and Jay, I have a hard time with books that... I don't know, like, not like flowery language. Like, it's very beautifully written. It was just like build up, build up, build up to this big, what you thought was going to be this big confrontation. And then uh-huh. it was just like, meh, meh. And I was like, that's, that's it? Like, it didn't even really go into, because the chapters are very short. Like, you got some that are like barely half a page. Yeah. And so it was just kind of like, Sorry. Okay, like, that's a simple, like, simple death. I'm not debating that, but, like, it could have been a little bit more to that mm-hmm. whole, like, you could have built up the suspense in that little bit of time. Yeah. 
And I also don't like ones where it's like they explain the symbolism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because like part of like the whole book is, you know, like beautiful things are lost in war and you can't mm-hmm. always get them back. And then it, but then it spends a whole chapter talking about like one of the like there's like a stone and like where the stone came from and where it returned. And I was like, I know this. Like you didn't need to tell me that. Now I feel like you think I'm stupid because you, <laughs> you told think, me this. You know? <laughs> yeah. And so like and then it just like abruptly was like, Well, I gotta wrap up the storyline for all these other characters so here we go and i was just like i hate when a book like has a lot of build-up or a lot of character development but then like they forget or something and then all of a sudden they just have to wrap up everybody's story Mm -hmm. and you're just kind of like but wait like you spent so much time doing this stuff and then you're just gonna like okay and done yeah and then the one character so there's there's Marie, and then there's um, Werner, and he's obviously German, she's mm-hmm. French, um, and then his sister, like, they grew up in an orphanage, yeah. and she's still back there, you know, like, working in factories, and and then talking, of, and then her, like, ending story was kind of the only time that I really, like, like felt strongly about one of the characters. Mm-hmm. And, like, knowing, like, the anticipation of knowing what was going to happen to her in one scene, like, that was probably, like, the most emotional I felt the entire time. Yeah. And so I was like, for a book that won this big prize Mm -hmm. and was so, like, highly, you know, like, highly praised, I was just like, I didn't really, I don't know, like, I didn't really feel for any of the characters until that scene and when that scene is in the last 25 pages of the book yeah like, so again it was still like entertaining mm-hmm. like you know but it wasn't for me i think coming off of demon copperhead which for me did so many things right and won the same you know won the the pools are too yeah versus that's true this one it was just kind of like it fell flat for me a little bit yeah i I hate when a book does that because, again, like you said, like it wins a big prize. It's it's so popular. Again, when I bought it for you, I bought it as a joke of like the ocean yeah, it was books. Yeah, the ocean books. The ocean books. I had no. I have. I literally still have probably no idea really what it's about, but I knew like it was highly rated. Like it was popular. Um, so I. It was definitely not like a blind recommendation, kind of like Bear Town and stuff. It was more like, haha, funny joke. Like, so I was curious to see like what it ended up being mm-hmm. yeah it was i mean like i said like i would still recommend it's not like a book where i'm like that book was terrible yeah don't read it yeah. like, i'd still recommend it for two people and i know people who would really really love it and, and still interested in watching like the mini series yeah for it and stuff but it just um i don't know like i felt like maybe the chapters were too short yeah, like, they could have, like, added more to those chapters. Yeah. Like, something a little bit more. And it also was a little difficult to keep track of the time jumps. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you had, like, the page that mentioned, like, oh, it's March 1944. But there wasn't, like, really anything. Because, so like, the the girl, she's blind, and they flee Paris to go live with her great uncle 
on an island mm-hmm. in France because um, they think it's safer there. And so they kind of spend their days like like reading and go like very not like mundane, but like it doesn't pick up until later. Yeah. So it was hard to tell when it would jump back and forth in time unless it was like to a very specific point. Mm-hmm. How old she is, where we were, like what was going on. Yeah. And I was like, I need a little more context as to like what has been changing. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. I'm all for a timeline if it makes sense. Or a time jump. Like if I know what time frame we're in, what's happening, like I'm all for it. But if I'm having to flip back and forth to like determine age or like, wait, what what where we leave off here, then I'm like, okay, this is not worth it. <laughs> yeah. So Okay. Interesting. But again, like I would still, you know, it wasn't terrible, like it didn't make it in, but Yeah. It wasn't Lolita, let's be real. <laughs> Well, that was, so that was my A. Yay! A. I started my B. My B is Babel. I you are flying through that book. Yeah, it's it's. I know she's kind of like polarizing author. Like it feels like people either really like her mm-hmm. or really don't. Yeah. Um, I think I fall on the really like. I think we've come to realize that. Yeah. Uh, like Yellowface was one of my five stars, and this one I'm really really liking as well. And she just announced that she's gonna have another one out next year, twenty twenty five. That sounds like it's gonna be good too. So again, what was annoying was a bunch of people who were already rating it five stars, and I was like, she literally, there's not even an arc copy out yet. Yeah, there's no arc. You can't really so, rate it. I feel like that's another thing. Buzzfeed cracked down on that. Yeah. So. Um, I. I. I got Babel for Christmas, so I'm excited. But I also I also bought Yellowface. Nice. Oh yeah. For um, what was it? When I was at that cat like bookstore in Savannah. <laughs> the cat place. <laughs> that was my book of the summer. Um, so I've never read any of her books, but I blindly recommended the Poppy World Poppy War series to you, which like started you on her journey. And then, yeah, I remember how excited you were when you got, when you gave Yellowface five stars. And so I was like, okay, I need to, because I feel like Yellowface and Babel are probably what I would want to start with her and not the Poppy yeah. Wars. Um, so, and like people, lo- like when Babel came out, I think it came out like right before Christmas one year, like in like mm-hmm. November or something. And I just remember everybody trying to read it at the end of the year, and then like it being everybody's like favorite book of the year. It was it's it's really good so far. It's very interesting because it's set in like an alternate eighteen thirties, mm-hmm. like England, like Oxford, um, and so they're you know like it looks up front like they're learning how to you know translate, learning all these different languages, learning how to like like etymology, like how words connect and evolved over time. But it's so they can, like, basically, like, manipulate silver into with these magical powers. Yeah. So they talk about, like, they used, uh, like, the Chinese word for garden and then the English word for garden. They engraved both on this, this bar of silver. But because 
the Chinese word also means like a place of peace, like serenity, like seclusion. Mm-hmm. It makes that garden feel like much quieter and more like like separate from the hubbub of the city. Yeah. And so they use it. And but now there's a like you know, it talks a lot about, you know, oh, but like only really the rich can afford this because of what you're charging and what you do. When in reality, there's stuff that could be like a lot of good could be done for poor communities. Oh, which I think it's really interesting so far. I'm really liking it. Yeah, I saw how far you were already like into it. And I was like, hopefully this means that like she's enjoying it if she's already like (laughs) this far into it. Um, I this morning, like when I got up, I finished Sharp Objects by Gillian Flynn. I, she is, she writes some weird books. Like, like. Have you read Dark Places? No, I've started it like multiple times and I just, I cannot like, I don't know why I can't get into it. Maybe I'll consider getting into it now that I've read Sharp, Sharp Objects because I do know Gillian does not write to make you happy. Somebody, like, in reviews said, like, it's a very disturbing book. She writes to make you feel uncomfortable. And I was like, that's exactly how I felt reading Sharp Objects, is I felt very uncomfortable. Like, there's, like, a scene, like, it's about this woman that goes back to her hometown because a little girl has been murdered and another one has gone missing. Um, She has this, like, weird relationship with her mother. And then she also has, like, this half-sister that's 13 years old, but, like, it's like super popular even with like high school boys so it's already really disturbing in that sense and then like there's a scene where she goes to a high school party with her 13 year old sister and they're both like doing ecstasy like very weird disturbing just uncomfortable where you're just like, <laughs> like yeah just and I think that's just how she is like as a writer um the ending I was like oh shit like okay I got it, but, um, when she writes, when you, when she writes characters that are, like, just not pleasing, it's, it makes it a little slower to read for me. Yeah. Especially, like, like, when it was parts about talking about, like, the murderer trying to figure out what happened, like, I was all in, but when it would start talking about her past or, like, the craziness, like, that's where it kind of dragged on for me, and so I was just like, ugh, but... I mean, I think I gave it three stars, but yeah. Um, I just, it took, I felt like it just took me forever to read. <laughs> like, I couldn't understand <laughs> why it took me forever, but yeah. And then I was gonna, I'm trying to find it. I was gonna talk about an episode of, um, My favorite murder that I listened to this week, but I can't, like, find what episode I listened to, but, like, I was just trying to get the name of, um, the character, but Georgia told the story of the Oxford Dictionary, and the reason she told the story, like, like, the, um... She, well, her story kind of related to, like, the creation of the Oxford Dictionary, which is what we kind of read in, like, the Dictionary of Lost Words. Mm -hmm. And 
one of the main contributors like that would send in words and like definitions because remember they would ask people to send in quotes and stuff for words that they would put into the dictionary one of the main people that was a big contributor also murdered somebody oh and so she was telling that story of like this guy that murdered somebody but also kind of sprinkled in like a little bit of like the oxford dictionary and she was talking about like um how in five years he only got through a through the word ant like and it was still just like and we remember that when we were reading like how long it took yeah to create this dictionary so i just i thought that was kind of like a full circle moment and obviously the story of like this guy was not in the dictionary of lost words but i was just trying to figure out what what episode number that was if somebody wanted to go listen to it so i might come back at the end if i can figure it out (laughs) circle back on your circle back yeah circle back on this but yeah that i just thought that was like and interesting when I heard that I was like wait a minute we know that but yeah yeah well I did um, come across another article oh yeah see if I can find it again because I here we go excellent close out of it but um so this was BuzzFeed but they Scroll down. There was a 2022 poll conducted by the Publishers Association, and they said 59% of 16 to 25 year olds said that book talk and book influencers help them discover a passion for reading, which is what we've talked about before. Yes. You know, there's some not so good books out there that people are like book talk tends to, you know, slash some of these books. But at the end of the day, Get people reading exactly and then but then i started talking about there's a bunch of people um oh sorry the the, then the publishers weekly reported that 27 million print books from book talk authors were sold in 2021 and 47 million were sold in 2022 so even on top of that like like physical copies of books like those sales have skyrocketed as well um (laughs) And they said a lot of it is young adult and romance books and a huge dyna- like demographic are teenage girls. Um, but then the article goes on to kind of, and I, I've agreed with this, I think it's, um, we see it a little bit too with like Taylor Swift, uh, people putting something down just because it's teenage and young women's main interest rather than like due to the quality or anything mm-hmm. like that yeah um and so there's a lot of people who keep acting like oh book talk it's just kind of what we talked about last time with people who are like books are written for simpletons now and yeah you know um and it's just kind of i think it's gross especially when you have other readers putting it down because like you know historic historically literacy the ability to read and write was withheld from people in order to like marginalize them mm-hmm. and keep them down. And I think now that you've got people reading and, you know, literacy has become a forefront for a lot of people like to put it down as like, Oh, you're just reading like trash. Like you're yeah. not actually reading is kind of gross. Like, well, and it's like you're gatekeeping that whole thing again. And, like you said, like, um, you had mentioned an Instagrammer that was, like, learning how to read. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's probably 
easier to learn how to read reading books like that first. He he is like he like, his final book of the year was Holes, which is I think yeah. around like a sixth, seventh, eighth grade level. Exactly. Like not every book needs to be the great American novel. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like And I think again just like to put down like the Beatles were dismissed. Originally remember it was like Beatlemania because it was just a bunch of teenage girls. Yeah. That were like yeah. loving their music, liking them, you know, e- even if they just have like silly celebrity crushes on them. But yeah. the minute like men started to get into it, mm-hmm. then suddenly they were like, oh, it's just like the Beatles, some of the greatest artists of all time. <laughs> and it's like, well, their early stuff is like a lot of what they're remembered for because mm-hmm. they started to get real hippie ish and people were like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> well, you I mean, know, like, well, I think that's the same thing with like with boy bands in general, like Backstreet Boys and Sync. One Direction, like, like Taylor Swift too. Yeah, like, like you know. there are there is a certain demographic that usually likes those, but that doesn't mean that it's not good music. I am still listening to Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, so like, who cares? Like, it, does that make me just like too basic for my own good? And like, I'm not good care. enough. But I can listen I to to other things as well. Like, I listen to other music. I just, yeah, I think it's that whole thing of like. Because of who the demographic is means that it's simple. Well, I think part of it, too, is, like, there's a certain group of men who look at that as, like, how dare you have a personality outside of what I would like? <laughs> how? You know. How dare you? First off, also, like, how dare women read books or listen to music or... That's what and, I mean. Like, there was a point in time where women weren't taught yeah. how to read and write. Yeah. Like, like I mean, look at, like, Beauty and the Beast, Gaston. Like, he's like, women reading, they get idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? And so it's like, to, I think to put that down, when we now, know just, like, how reading in general is so good for, yeah. like, and women, now that, like, your mental development. And now that women are reading romance smutty books, they're like, that's disgusting, and that's just below me. Like, I could never... <laughs> I'm like, okay. And that's what I think, too, is, like, some of it is, like, oh, you, are you afraid that you're going to be held to a different standard now? Yeah. Like, am I, and, like, and you and I have, like, come out and said, like, those books not, might not be for us, but that gets people into reading. Like, I don't know how many times we've talked about Twilight or Fourth Wing and stuff, books that we, it's not my cup of tea, and maybe it is, I don't know, I've never read it. Who knows? But that doesn't mean that it's not good. It's just not what I want to read right now but the fact that it's getting everybody into this whole crazy phenomenon again is like ridiculous like, it's so exciting to me and I can't tell you how many posts on the suggest me a book reddit where they're like I've read you know Harry Potter Court of Thrones and Roses and either they're saying like what are some other similar books or I want to branch out mm-hmm. can you give me books that are similar yeah. but outside the genre and it's like getting people into Mm-hmm. Like outside of that, yeah, and, you know, maybe somebody who thought they only liked, you know, fantasy yeah. romance now find that they are really into sci-fi or yeah. really into, you know, uh, just like literary fiction in general. So it's kind of like, yeah, you know, it's, I think it's gross. It's not like those books are replacing other yeah. types of books. <laughs> They're you know? not, yeah. Like it doesn't mean like when a new it's book not like comes in. Only- it's, yeah, we can only publish 500 books. It's not like at a club where we're at capacity and two books have to leave for another book to come in or some shit. <laughs> this ain't I'm a club. Sorry, Clockwork Orange, we have to escort you out. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> We're at a club. Great Gatsby, you gotta go. You've been here too long. Get out. <laughs> Great Gatsby, you're for the streets. <laughs> like, or like, show me your ID, or I don't know. I mean, people check your ID before you read some romance smuts. I'm just saying. <laughs> check those IDs. But yes, I. There are enough books to go to go around. You're never gonna be a person that reads every single book ever published. So read what you want. And some of those publishing houses are so big that they have like entire departments dedicated to, you know, this is young adult romance. Yes. We've got you know horror over here. Yes. This agent deals with this. Like with it's this not again. It's not like. We, the publishing house is like, we've only got two editors and they have to, you know, like. <laughs> we we should tour a publishing house. I think that would be the coolest thing. Gosh. Just to, like, see how they do stuff. Yeah. Like, get in the minds of, like, just, like, what what, it, what is the day in the life <laughs> of working here? <laughs> do you really just read all day? I mean, and, and are, you, are you open to hiring new people? <laughs> Because like you said, if they have different genres, like, they're going to hire people that want to read those types of books and, like, can... Or that, like, just just know that market well. Yes, exactly. To know, like, hey, you know, horror, like, like zombies are really coming back in. Yeah, let's find and, us some good zombie books. Yeah, yeah, here's a very unique take on it, or... Yeah, like, they know right now romance fantasies are in, so, like, we got to get some books out. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, I think we've said it plenty of times. Read what you want. I'm not going to read every single book. But I will say Book Talk, BookTube, Bookstagram, a lot of the books that I have read over the past few years have been, are highly influenced by social media. And that's not a bad thing. That's my, it's to me that gets me, spans my horizons, gets me into read things that I never thought. Again, how do you think I heard of the Poppy Wars? How do you think I heard of Bear Town? Like how exactly. do you think of, how do you think I heard of those books? Well and on top of it too, like I you know like on like I've added books on my to read list. Oh I constantly read it. I would not have read Demon Copperhead if it wasn't yeah. for people raving about it on Reddit. I, I constantly screenshot books or write them down or instantly go to Goodreads and just mark them. So I can go back to them later, like, because of YouTube. I was watching a YouTube video before we started filming, like, like my favorite books of 2023. Yeah, I want to see what you want, what you read. Oh my God, I creep on those all the time. Yes, I need to see what your top books are. But yeah, I'm, please, read what you want, do what you want, I don't care. Like, what uh, I recently added was The Master and Margarita... And it's, it was first published in 1967. Oh. But it's about about Soviet life in the 30s. Uh-huh. And it was so... It had to be censored when it was originally published because it was much like we talked about with... Um, gee, what was that book we read? Secrets We Kept. Right? The CIA, where they were trying to get Dr. Oh. Shibago published. Yeah. yeah. Like, Dr. Shibago. <laughs> You're like, what book? How, like, they had to keep. He said, yeah. what book did we read? Like, I was like, okay. <laughs> Which one, Lindsay? You know that one book about... You know that one book that we read last year about that one thing? <laughs> but it's about um, one day in Moscow, the devil, a naked witch, and a talking black cat arrive in Moscow. I think I... 
screwed up that sentence. But yeah, those three arrive in Moscow and then just kind of bring chaos to the city. And then it focuses on um, the master who is writing a novel about Christ and Pontius Pilate. And then Margarita, who is like in love, obsessed with the master. I have heard nothing like, but it's got four, like nearly four and a half stars on Goodreads. Uh, with over 300,000 ratings. I've heard nothing but good things about it. But, like, right then, like, I... Mm-hmm. Without social media, I would have never have heard of that book. Yeah. No, I agree. And I I just clicked on it. It has over 300,000 ratings and a 4.29. Yeah. To have that many ratings and to be well over a 4. I trust that. Also, you said black cat, so, like, I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> and it's a talking black cat who loves vodka and chest. Chess. 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 You know, same thing. Maybe I haven't read it yet. I mean, you know what? Maybe they do. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I I think, like, how else do you get, like, book recommendations if not from other people? Like you said, like, Reddit is a form of that as well. Reddit, uh, like, Reddit, because it used to be, like, you would go into a bookstore or your library, and that was really the only way, or it was, like, word of mouth. People would read, like, you know, look at the New York Times bestseller list. Yeah. Um, but now with the internet, you're able to kind of expand even beyond that. Yeah. Not saying like librarians, a bookstore, people like people work at bookstores are still like, you know, I think it's, uh, the Milwaukee public library does a, does a bit where they go around and ask all the different people and they're like, describe a book and they see how fast they can figure it out based on just the description. (laughs) Yeah. I think it would be cool too, like. Because, again, I think we've talked about, like, I just basically go into the library, grab the books that I have on hold, and, like, skedaddle, whatever. Um, but I think it would be cool to, like, ask a librarian, I'd be like, what was your favorite book of 2023? And just kind of, like, see what they say. And maybe it to- introduces you to a new book that you've never heard of. Yeah. I told Jay, I was like, they, our library needs to hire me as their social media manager yes. to do things like that. You should ask them. I think they've already got one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because they recently did the, you know, we're, we're PPL. Of course we've got whatever, oh, whatever. Yeah. And one was like, of course we, we smile when you wave at us. Like, you know, we see you when you wave to us through, like, the book drop or they put oh, the yeah. windows there. Oh, <laughs> don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. <laughs> it's somebody, like, dropping the book and waving. And the person behind it is just like... <laughs> <laughs> I... I think about that every time I order at Starbucks because they have a camera at their drive-thru so they can, like, literally see you. And now I order on through my app and then just, like, go through drive-thru pickup. Yeah. But when I used to, like, write down an order and have to memorize it, like, I'm sitting here, like, on my phone being like, can I get a iced, like, mocha latte? And, like, I probably looked like such an idiot <laughs> through their drive-thru. I'm like, it's got to be so entertaining for them to see us last time we went to or i went to dairy queen after ollie went to bed i went and i ordered ordered jay's first it was like a medium chocolate brownie extreme blizzard and the guy said like anything else but i thought he said like medium question mark and so i just went yes (laughs) and this too (laughs) He's probably like, okay, yes, and? Like, yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. 
I know. It can be, I feel like it can be so awkward in a drive through <laughs> That's so funny. Um, speaking of book recommendations, books that I, we saw on social media, we've talked about, you have read, I think you gave it five stars. It was maybe four stars, but I also got it for my birthday. Dark Matter by Blake Crouch. Oh my God. Five stars. That book was amazing. Okay. 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 I thought it was five stars from you. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it was five stars. I again, it's one of those books. I have literally never heard a bad thing about this book. It's I've heard so like good. the, I've heard like the ending, like just like people are just like completely, like shocked or whatever. So, I've I've had it on hold as an ebook for like so long, and I just keep like putting it back on hold and like just I'm not ready. And so I finally I got it for my birthday, and now I'm just like. Now I'm, like, itching, because <laughs> now it's, like, in my hands, and so it might have to be a book that I, like, it's, put, do early. You like, have, it's so good. So, I, like, yeah. I can't say enough good things about it. Yeah, I, I was so excited when I got that as well, because I, like, the way you talked about it, and I still laugh at our conversation where I was talking about it, and then you were, you didn't hear me talking about it, and you're like, hey, have you heard of this book? called like dark matter and i was like you're like i'm literally that's just exactly literally the book <laughs> i wish i knew exactly what episode that was because i want to go back and just like hear the disaster that was that conversation but yeah so i also got that so that is on my list um but the answers by Catherine lacy is a priority obviously yeah. because um we will be discussing that next week um, and then I figured out the episode of My Favorite Murder. It's um, episode 403, Thrive and Survive. And um, it's really the story of William Chester Minor, um, but he, he's the one that murdered somebody, and but he was the one that also submitted a lot of the words oh, nice. to the Oxford Dictionary. So that was kind of like the... Yeah. And then it also, the other... Um, story is the 1982 Alpine Meadows Avalanche. So, yeah. But yeah, so that was, I just was like really excited because I was like, oh, my two favorite worlds are combining right now. You're like, I know this one. I know this one. I know this. And then when she said murder, I was like, wait a minute. I don't know that. So, but yeah, that was, yeah. And then I'm still making my way through the seven and a half deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle, which I feel like I like, but I think I feel like Sharp Objects was putting me in, like, a weird slump. Not really, like, a super slump, but just, like, I was like, I need to finish this book, but I felt like it was dragging, and then Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle, like, he's living the same day through eight different bodies, and so sometimes that can be a little slow when you're like, okay, I already know this part, but then you get, like, a new, like, little, little tidbit. Yeah, you're like, ooh, I didn't know Ooh. that. <laughs> but, yeah, so... That's what I'm currently reading. I'll probably start the answers tomorrow, and that'll be my physical book of the week. But yeah, I Dark Matter is like I think I need to push it to the top like pretty quickly. That's a I just I feel like I need to move this to the top. I even like Becca gave it five stars too. Yeah, I feel like it's so good. It was really good. Yeah, I feel like it's and I and I read like Wayward or I forget which one's the first one. I think it was Pines was the first one of the Wayward series, the Wayward Pine series by him, and I really liked it, but I just heard this is, like, on a whole nother level. 
it's yeah i've heard his new book is really really good too yeah I think it's called like Re- recurring oh yeah recurrence yeah recurring yeah and okay so i'm reading the seven and a half deaths of ellen hardcastle on my kindle but libby was like hey there is a book available on your kindle and like i've been like again putting this one on hold numerous times um so I wanted to get your thoughts on if I should just go ahead and get it. Because I do feel like it's fairly short, and you have read it. But it is Annihilation by Jeff Vandermeer. I really liked it. It's weird. Yeah. Um, I actually just added the other two in the trilogy, and I think he's coming out actually with the fourth. Oh. And I don't know how it's quite related to the other ones. Yeah. Um. I really, really liked it. Uh, it, again, it's like, like, like weird sci-fi. Yeah. Like weird, but like you know, like it's like horror sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Like weird stuff happens. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed it. I think I, I don't know. It only took me like two days to read or something because it was short. That's what I feel like, and I feel like I own the Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle, and I mean I can read two books at the same time on my Kindle. It's not a huge deal. But I like. I just feel like I have. I keep like. Um, like putting this one on hold, like pausing the hold or suspending the hold. That's the word I was looking for, Jesus. Um, I feel like I just keep spinning the hold and I'm like, I kind of want to make my way through the holds of my library <laughs> books too. <laughs> so I was able to take Dark Matter and Legends and Lattes off of my hold list be- because those were the two books that I got <laughs> for my birthday. So I was like, oh, thank God I can like remove those two holds because those have been on there forever but yeah yeah i think like dark matter i did not want to put it down (gasps) i need a book like that Lindsay. i need a book like that like i think i got like it was one of those books too where like it got to the ending and the ending was satisfying but i was like i wanted it to keep going because i was enjoying the story so Uh, much that so i hope you you enjoy it as much yeah i i hope i do too but i do think it is the a book that I need to push to the top of my TBR. I think I need to tell all my other books to just chill out for a minute and <laughs> chill. I need you to chill. I need you to let me get through this. And maybe that'll get me out of this like weird, like, cause I just haven't read a, a good book. I mean, granted I've only read two books this year, but none of they, neither one of them have really been super satisfying. Um, and so I feel like that could be it. Um, and I feel like the seven and a half deaths of Ellen Hardcastle, depending on how it ends, I feel like it could be like that. But yeah. So we'll see. We will see. I'm hoping to finish the rest of Babel by like, like January 31st. So I can start February. Oh yeah. With another one. I know. I'm, oh, I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping the seven and a half deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle, I can finish, like make that my third, like January book, but. She's a chunker. She's a she's pretty thick. I uh Yeah. <laughs> All the light we cannot see was five hundred and thirty pages. Oof. Babel is like five hundred and forty. <laughs> hey, you're getting your big books out. Look at you. Yeah. That was your goal twenty twenty three and now you're doing it. Look at and you. It's still not the biggest ones there. The next one is the next one is nonfiction. I won't announce it yet. I know, um, I was gonna ask you if your O book is the O book that is a chunker. Or is it O? Q? No. 
There's tons. Yeah. Okay, I can ask you after we're done recording. Um. Oh no, it would be P. It would be P. Oh yeah, that one. That one's huge. Okay, that's that book. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I got quite a few big ones. Okay. So like I'm like I'm part of the alphabet may drift into next year, but I got an idea for next year that I stole from Becca. So. <gasps> Ooh, I, I want to hear this. Um. Uh, but um. Oh, I'll hold that off till. Yeah. Till the end of the year. How about that? Wow. I'll promptly forget about it. Wow, I know. Will roll around and I'll be like, what was I talking about? Yeah. I'm going to um, like circle back to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'll circle um, back. Don't think I won't. But the next one, it's it's nonfiction. And it says it's like over 600 pages. Ooh. But I, I, want, I have a feeling a lot of that might just be like appendices, like things and like, you know, footnotes. The notes stuff. and stuff at the end. Yeah, yeah, so I actually have to go and look. But it's a book that I actually bought to bring to, I want to say, to Japan uh-huh. to have as a backup. Yeah. Um, and I didn't end up reading it. I read everything on my Kindle instead. Mm-hmm. It was Japan, yeah. It was just yeah, so yeah, much it easier. Japan. It was just so much easier to read stuff on your Kindle. Like, I remember, for some reason, I have the first four, like, Game of Thrones books mm-hmm. on my Kindle, like... I don't know if, like, the library, it just, they never removed them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I have them. And so that just made it so much easier in Japan. Because <laughs> I was yeah. like, I don't have to look around, like, <laughs> so many books or whatever. Well, I remember, like, in Japan thinking, like, wanting, like, options. So I was like, I've got, I yeah. have, like, a horror. Mm-hmm. And then I had a true crime. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I need another, like option that's not probably so dark <laughs> what book did you end up reading in japan uh, i finished oh so i finished it was like by john saul it was called like comes the fury or something like oh, that okay. i can't remember because the stand was new zealand right yes supper of the children was oh. what i read okay um and then, so I finished that one, and then on the, like, towards the end of the trip, the ride home, I read um, People Who Eat Darkness, which was about a British, like, airline stewardess who went missing. Like, she started to work as, like, a companion mm-hmm. in Tokyo, and then she went missing and was found dead. And that's a true story, right? Yeah, it's a true crime, yeah. Okay. So. Interesting. But yeah. Okay. Anything else? Nope. We've been killing it with like these longer check-ins. I've been reading. Yeah. Got time yeah. to read. Yeah, and fun fact, this episode will come out on the same day as the season 11 premiere of Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> Just in case anybody cares. <laughs> I watched the like like the you know Vanderpump Rules secrets and okay. whatever. It was, was it was it dumb. only thirty minutes? Yeah, it was dumb. Okay, I watched that too yesterday, and I was like, "This is all you got for me? Like, I need yeah. more." <laughs> I've expected it to be like an hour long and to kind of that's like, what I thought. I thought it was gonna go be an more hour. into it. Except it really did crack me up that it was just like you know, it sucks to say, but Jax was right. Like he called it from the beginning that Ariana and Tom were not good for each other. Yeah. 
Well, uh, yesterday they were having like a small marathon, and so what I caught was the three-parter reunion from season eight where it was on Zoom. So it was like mm-hmm. everybody, because like usually reunions are just like the main cast, but like they had people. I I have no idea who these people are. There was like a Max and a Brent. Well, don't worry. The yeah, hint, the two of them ended up getting kicked off because some like problematic racist well, tweets and, from them. And they did, surfaced. yeah, and they did cover that on um, this reunion. But I was like, I felt like Ariana was so unlikable in this reunion. Like I, I was just thought Ariana was very unlikable. I was just like the way she was acting towards like Jackson, like and again I haven't met Brittany yet in like my like way of watching it, but like I just feel like Brittany's like this really sweet Southern girl, <laughs> and like the attacking that was happening, like I couldn't even like they were talking over each other, I couldn't hear anything, like they wouldn't let Jax talk. And again, I don't like Jax. I don't like him either i think they're all pretty terrible people let's be real i love charlie that reunion where she made some comment about like like jack's your 40 year old man like she yeah. made something she's like, like it's like she's quick yeah. with putting jack yeah she down. was like it it's was time for your bedtime yeah <laughs> she's like yeah I, yeah I like charlie yeah so and she's been on nick's podcast i think a few times to like kind of spill some tea <laughs> um but yeah i just again no context, because I was literally watching a reunion, so I have no idea what was happening in that season, but I just thought it was crazy to see, because of Zoom, you could put so many people yeah. on the thing, and um, I was introduced to Dana, who now has a podcast with Katie, because I had no idea who she was, but... Who's Borg? Yeah, so... But yeah, she was on that reunion. But yeah, I was like looking like my mom and I was like, who's that? She, I was like, I don't know who that is. It's <laughs> like, I don't know these people. Yeah, no Ariana. I, I didn't like Ariana. Yeah. I found her like similar, like unlikable kind of from the beginning. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever been a fan. No. Of her. Um, and especially I think it was season 10. Re- like. Her and Katie got into it because she was like, Katie, you're overly involved in like Tom Tom and their stuff or whatever. And and Katie was trying to tell her, she was like, and this is kind of like a little bit, you know, prophetic, but Katie was telling her, she was like, I'm like, I am married. If something happens to Tom and I, or something happens to Tom, like, you know, whatever happens with our marriage, like I will be entitled to part of this. Yes restaurant and so i have to make sure i am not going to be getting like i think she had already kind of made up her mind at this point to divorce anyway mm-hmm. but she was like you know like like this is this is communal property for him and i mm-hmm. and so there's more at risk than between you and tom who aren't married there's no common law in california like, like yeah it, it how this affects me is completely different from how it affects you yeah ariana was just trying to tell her that their marriage was a piece of paper and katie was like no like there's like, yeah because it's like, a piece of paper legal though process is yeah. like, going to happen if something goes through, like wrong with yeah. that marriage i mean like, that's literally like because it's a piece of paper that's why she has to do all of these things yeah. there's documents that and ariana was just kind of like like mocking her like not really yeah. she was not yeah, I mean, I mean, she was, there was so much mocking, like, even on this, like, and I just was like, and again, I'm on season four, like, watching it like that, and then I 
caught the end of season 10 and that reunion when the whole scandal all happened. So I, I see that side of Ariana where she like got screwed over with her best friend and her boyfriend. And like, I feel that, but then now seeing like these glimpses, I was like, and like, even like how she treated like Kristen and wouldn't admit to having anything with Tom and like kind of, I don't want to use the word gaslighting. Cause I think we use it loosely, she was very but pick me. Yeah, and just, like, how she just made Kristen feel like she was crazy by saying, like, nothing ever happened between Tom and I when there was something. Um, I just, I do think she has that mean girl in her. And then seeing this reunion, I was like, oh, like, (laughs) okay. Like, I was just, I almost felt, like, very awkward and, like, I was like, do not make me feel sorry for Jax. Do not. I was like, we are not here for this. <laughs> so, First of all, how dare you? How dare you make me feel sorry? Yeah, and like the fact that we have to go back and be like, Jax was right. I'm like, we do not need to rub that, like make that ego any bigger, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, no need. But yeah, so. But yeah, that will premiere on Tuesday as well. So, you know, we align our episodes with that. I'm just playing. <laughs> Planned it. Planned it. No. But anything else? Not from me. All right. Well, Instagram is reading with celebs. Please go give us a like, follow, subscribe, review, all of those fun things. And we will see you next week. Be reading. Bye, guys. Bye.